Have you heard of the pink tax? The pink tax is an unfair tax on goods and services marketed to women and femmes that results in them paying more than men for exactly the same products across all categories and all age groups. Take like basic clothing, white t-shirts and jeans, 40% of the time, stuff like this costs more for women. For personal care items like razors and deodorants, it's more like 56% of the time. So on average, women pay 1,351 more per year because of the pink tax. Our podcast partners at the European Wax Center, the iconic beauty and lifestyle brand, want to do good on behalf of all unapologetically confident women everywhere by actively working to help level the playing field when it comes to financial inequality. So the EWC have created Axe the Pink Tax. It's a campaign to help empower people to make smarter buying decisions and spread awareness of gender inequality that the pink tax stands to benefit from. Go to axethepinktax.com. There's no E on the end of Axe, you guys. To learn more and to see how you can help the European Wax Centre to raise awareness about this important issue that affects all women. So that's A-X-T-H-E-P-I-N-K-T-A-X to learn more. Self-service is your cosmic comfort zone. An inner beauty school where self-care is celebrated, where getting real with emotions is a treat, and an interest in thoughtful, funny conversations, weird wellness, and astrology is unabashed. It's where being a little self-indulgent isn't just a shame-free act of love. It's a necessary launch pad into a life that's wholly ours. In a world where we feel good about taking up space. Here, we serve our hearts. We learn. We talk shit. We grow. And we tune the F up. Self-service. Hello. Welcome I'm Jericho Mandibur, Girlboss Editorial Director, and today we're going to be talking about physical movement and strength and neither thing I know anything about, so this should be really interesting. We're going to be speaking to the founder and program director of New York Pilates, and I'm really interested to hear what she thinks about the relationship between our minds and our bodies and spirits, especially because the only physical activity I've ever embraced even a little bit is yoga and tai chi which are amazing but i'm so ignorant to what else is out there jessica lanyardo is also going to be giving us her usual excellent astrology insights for the week ahead as well as touching on a topic that seems like listeners want more of and that is saturn as in the planet with a ring around it that Cassini, the spacecraft drove through after taking some amazing pickies r.i.p Cassini. Before that, though, I'm going to pull a tarot card for you to indicate what energies might be flapping around this week and what wisdom we can gain from them. So your tarot card for this week is justice. Wow. Our tarot deck has been serving up some big major arcana energies lately. Major arcana cards are all about deep found spiritual energy and justice is like pretty powerful in that way as well so as you might expect from the name justice is about justice or truth the kind of universal or sacred truth that goes like beyond ego beyond 
stories and identities. It's like this archetype of balance in the same way that the yin-yang symbol might be described. It's about fairness, cause and effect. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. In the dark, there is always light. In the light, there is always dark. This is all the essence of justice. So you might find that a situation this week requires a large amount of decision-making. Justice says that your conscience or your intuition is the very best judge when it comes to thinking about anything to do with right and wrong and where you sit on things. So in this card, we might find we're being called to walk the walk when it comes to our decisions or our contributions in the world. If our noblest thoughts aren't aligned with our everyday actions, we could beat ourselves up about that and just like let our guilt crush our ability to live our truths. Or we could take some time as part of our self-care this week to just simply readdress where our energies are going and seek truer perspectives. Seek them through like a gentle balance of like heart and mind and soul and common sense and just drawing on our integrity to navigate our decisions this week. So keep a level head, try and stay balanced and things will work out as they should. I'll be thinking of you. Joining us now is a woman whose commitment to physical strength and embodied wellness is inspiring the women of downtown New York City and far beyond. Heather Anderson is the founder and program director of New York Pilates, the buzzy boutique studio whose 55-minute classes help people get in touch with their bodies in a way they'll like definitely feel the next day. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Heather. How's it going? It's so good. Very happy to be here. Me too. So obvious question, but for the uninitiated, what is Pilates even? Well, Pilates is the best workout you can do. Obviously, I'm biased. It's a workout method that really focuses on core strength, aka your abs. So a lot of what we talk about are how you're using your abdominals and how to use them better and be stronger, which really helps your back being strong and gives mm. you good posture. And it feels really great. One of our little slogans is hashtag feel yourself. That's lovely. And I know you've been kind <laughs> of moving your body your whole life. You used to be a professional dancer. Why were you always drawn to movement, I guess? And how did you first come into contact with Pilates? Well, I grew up as a dancer and I started doing Pilates as cross training as part of my dance training itself. Mm. And I really loved how it made me feel stronger and it made me a better dancer. And mm. I loved how it changed my body and got me in touch with my alignment in a way that I hadn't in ballet. And it really just made me better at it. And what about the philosophy behind Pilates? What, I mean, I guess like that's a big thing to explain, but what is the philosophy behind the movements and what makes that attractive to you? My favorite thing about Pilates is the way the exercises are organized and the way that the whole method works is it's really about perfect alignment or your best alignment. And what that does is it makes you more efficient. So it's sort of like, you know, you 
our precision engine vehicle or mm-hmm. something, right? So yep. it allows you to use your muscles better so that you're stronger with less effort. Mm. One way this happens is when your bones are all lined up, it makes you better and clearer in how you're using your muscles. Something we talk about a lot is how you build like a mental map of -hmm. your body Mm -hmm. when you're doing these types of exercises. And so you can feel your muscles better because your, your mental map, AKA your nervous system is literally identifying and helping you to fire your muscles. That's so interesting. It's so funny that you say that it's kind of like, you know, making you stronger with less effort because sometimes like that, my experience of that is like so not real life, but it's often something that happens in dreams, you know, like I'll jump in a dream, but I'll jump really high like a video game character. (laughs) Um, For somebody like me who is like not super in touch with their body, what would you say are the more like mental and emotional benefits of building this kind of relationship with your body where you know it so deeply? And a method like Pilates is very much mind-body because Mm. you are spending time thinking about how your body works. You're spending that entire hour inside of your body, feeling your muscles fire, feeling where your pelvis is in space. And That's a lot of time to spend thinking about parts of your body that you would normally ignore during the day. And Mm -hmm. I think it's really wonderful because then you can take that out on the street and you're walking down the street and you have this moment where you're like, oh, well, I can feel where my pelvis is in space and I can feel if my abs are engaged or I can feel as I take this step, whether I'm firing my glutes or, you know, Mm -hmm. things like this that can help you be better at doing normal things like picking up grocery bags, but also can make you better at other kinds of fitness as well. Mm, Yeah. And following on from that, women aren't always traditionally encouraged to be really physically strong in the same way that men are. What do you think that like exercise like Pilates that's so much about strength what does that do for you personally in terms of you know when you're walking down the street and how confident you feel in your body and things like that totally you know I think the idea of what strength is it has some different versions Mm. for instance you know being strong isn't having big biceps you know Mm Mm. And I think that for me being strong, a lot of it is about core strength and Mm. how that affects your posture so that when you walk into a room, you are more confident appearing Mm -hmm. at least. But, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about body language too. And when you appear more confident, you also feel more confident. And mm. you know, there's another side to this kind of strength as well, which is like a more traditional idea of fitness is you go to the gym and you like pick up heavy things or like this is a very like I call them like gym dudes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I call sure. these guys gym dudes where they go to the gym and they pick up really heavy things and they put them over their head. And that 
picking up of something heavy is how they identify that they're strong, but then they'll eventually often injure their backs because they don't know how to use their core strength, which is how they eventually end up into Pilates. And Mm -hmm. they'll be in a room full of women who are accustomed to training their core And, you know, they'll find the exercises to be really challenging because even though they can pick up 200 pounds, they've never trained their core strength. So there are definitely different types of strength. And the Pilates strength is very functional as opposed to picking up something heavy. Mm, Yeah, you don't really do that in many other situations (laughs) aside from the gym. (laughs) So obviously... You know, Pilates is, is such a big part of, of self-care for you, I, I guess you would say. What else feels like self-care for you? And, and what about Pilates kind of, I guess, gives you that feeling of getting out of your head a little more in a way that might be meditative or spiritual? Like, what what's that like as an experience for you? Something I love about taking Pilates is that it really is that hour that I spend thinking about what's happening with my body and it takes a lot Mm. of concentration. And I think because of that, it absolutely has a meditative quality. One thing that's wonderful about that kind of a meditation is you have your entire focus on one thing and it requires so much attention that you can't think about the stressful thing that happened at the office or you know that you're mad at your sister or <laughs> whatever it is that is like that thought cycle mm-hmm. and then also fitness in general exercise in general releases endorphins which Mm -hmm. have very quantifiable changes on your mood. And, Mm. you know, when you're done, you're happy. (laughs) Yeah. Heather, it's been so nice to speak to you today and learn more about how to move our bodies in a way that's going to kind of like benefit us mentally, emotionally and physically. Where can people find out more about you and New York Pilates? You can find us on NewYorkPilates.com, all spelled out or at New York Pilates, same, all spelled all out on Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. If you're a fan of this show, it's probably at least partially because you love learning about new things. The best and brightest minds in the world are all people that nurture their curiosity and their mind. That's you. How can you do it even more for basically free? Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning platform with over 18,000 classes in design, business, technology, and more. You can take classes in illustration, poetry, and yes, even mystical stuff like tarot. You name it, they've got it. So whether you're trying to deepen your skill set, start a new side hustle, or explore a new passion, Skillshare is there to help you keep learning and growing. And they really do have classes for just about everything. You can literally take a class in how to choose an angel card deck or the basics of Vedic astrology. It's really easy to search for classes by their tags. And once you sign up, you get unlimited access. So if you fall asleep in the middle of a video or you just want a refresher because you're only half paying attention, you can just watch them all again for keepsies. Guess what? 
there's a special offer for my listeners where you can get two months of Skillshare for only 99 cents. That's right. Skillshare is offering self-service listeners two months of unlimited access to over 18,000 classes for just 99 cents. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash self-service. Again, Skillshare.com slash self-service to start your two months now. Skillshare.com slash self-service. When it comes to your health, brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of the day. Quip knows that. And honestly, I couldn't be more obsessed with my new electric toothbrush. It's turned brushing into a whole experience. Quip toothbrushes pack just the right amount of vibrations into their designs, and they're much slimmer than bulky old traditional electric brushes, and just a fraction of the cost. Those famous guiding pulses alert you to when it's time to switch sides, which makes brushing effortless. And it means I spend more time actually brushing all of my teeth equally, and not just the front, guys. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to your mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere. And Quip's subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and students. There's a reason it was named Time Magazine's best invention of the year, you know. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com self-service right now, you'll get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at quip.com slash self-service. Spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash self-service. Now it's astrology time with Jessica Lanyardo coming to you live, aren't really, from her phone to your ears along with giving us some fabulous thought-provoking astrological info on the week ahead she's going to tell us everything we ever wanted to know about saturn over to you jessica thanks jericho and hello everybody so most of you probably know that about the saturn return the saturn return happens when you're around 28 years old and then again you know 28 29 years after that and it happens again if you if you you keep on trucking but more immediately, Saturn is related to cycles of growth and maturity. Saturn is the planet that governs your bones and teeth. It's the stuff that holds you up. Saturn is related to time and age and maturity. And so where we see Saturn in the birth chart or Saturn by transit, we're seeing cycles of maturity. And Sometimes we're talking about the maturity of your body, AKA getting old or older. And sometimes what we're talking about is mental and emotional maturity. So wherever we get impacted by Saturn, what we're really dealing with is opportunities for becoming more whole and for really applying knowledge that we have. Saturn is not related to theoretical knowing, it's related to applied wisdom, or at least it's meant to be. So. When Saturn comes up, what we're supposed to be doing is dealing with consequences and consequences for things that we've done in the past or we're doing in the present. And in regards to our physical health in particular, if we have habits that are not healthy, when Saturn comes up, we're meant to really feel the discomfort of that and make new choices. 
So if you're dealing with difficult Saturn stuff, instead of resisting it, try to lean into it. Try to really be honest with yourself about what the evidence of how you feel or what's happening is showing you and make changes. When we resist adulting, it doesn't make anything easier, at least not if you're an actual adult. So you got to lean into it. And the nice thing is this particular week is going to bring up hell of opportunities for that because we've got some Saturn transits to talk about. So let's talk about this week's astrology. So we're looking at the week of April 1st through the 7th, and it starts off with the sun in Aries conjunct Mercury retrograde. So this is a really, generally a really fun transit that happens where we have the sense of being interested in things and connecting with people. You're likely to run into people, especially if you're walking around your neighborhood during this transit. It's a great time to reach out and connect with others and to like have chill times out with people. Because Mercury is retrograde, this might feel a little different. You might only want to have a nice night out with your dear diary. You might want to only think back on the times when you were connecting with people and really look at what are your patterns and what were you doing and did it work? This transit is, like I said, pretty light, but right at the end of it, from the first through the third, we have a Mars conjunction to Saturn in Capricorn. So that's going to heavy up the vibes. So Mars in astrology is what you do and Saturn is the consequences of it. And so when the, these two planets meet in the sky, it tends to feel really blocked. We tend to feel frustrated and like whatever you do, there's like blocks to it and you can't, you can't really get ahead no matter how hard you try. This transit can often coincide with being frustrated by people at work, with feeling like the people that you need to do a thing won't do the thing so that you can then do your thing. Whenever I see this transit, I think it's a lot like road rage or being stuck in traffic. It's like you kind of can't blame anyone. There's nothing you can do. You just have to find a way to cope with it. From the third through the fifth, Mercury retrograde will be square to Mars. And then from the fourth through the sixth, Mercury retrograde will be square to Saturn. So basically what this means is from the first through the sixth, we're going to be dealing with frustration and we're going to be annoyed. <laughs> so here's my homework for you. Remember this, what you say matters and what you do matters. It's really important that you take responsibility for your actions because when we're irritable or when we feel stuck is when it's easiest to act like a jerk, basically. So what you want to make sure that you do is not abandon yourself or abandon your, your best self when you're frustrated. This is the time where your self-care tips and tools really need to be applied. And it's also when it's hardest. This is likely to be a week where it feels like things are both moving too fast and too slow. So Resist the urge to deal with things alone. Resist the urge to ask any one person to be responsible for how your life goes. It's about, again, finding balance, much like it was last week. When you find yourself really frustrated, reflect back on, am I allowing other people's actions or attitudes define me? Am I over-relying on other people's attitudes and actions? This is a really great time to make sure that you are kind of stepping forward with your best self. Because again, whenever Saturn's involved, as it is this week with two Saturn transits, 
or transits to Saturn rather, what we do sets the foundation for the future. And so this is a really bad time to gossip. You may feel really tempted to do it, but shit talk and gossip is poorly starred, so don't do it. Say what you mean and mean what you say this week. All right, thanks for listening to your forecast for the week ahead. And if you wanna follow me online, please do it. I would love to see it. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at Jessica Lanyato or go to my website at lovelanyato.com. If you've got more questions for me or Jericho about astrology, please add us and we would love to read your questions and answer them on the show. Thanks so much. Bye. Thank you to Jessica and thank you also to Heather. I hope you liked the show. Our episode may be over, but your ability to rate, review and share self-service will live forever. I am Jericho.Mandiba on Instagram if you want to connect and you can follow at Girlboss Radio or even at Girlboss if you don't already to stay on top of everything that we're doing each week. Love you. Bye.